Exciting fight between a sword and a spear. Thunder Brothers versus Inuyasha and Gang. It's going to be great. <laughs> Lindsay, do you like this episode? I do. With maybe, caveats. Maybe not as much as like the first part. I feel like more happens in the first part. And this is just this is a, a fight. Yes, this is essentially just a giant An episode movie. long fight. It is still very exciting, but we don't start off immediately with the fight. We start off perhaps with the most insane thing I've ever seen until a little later when something even crazier happens. This flashback of Monten surrounded by a bunch of sexy ladies in the clouds. He has a full head of hair, and it's a nightmare I think he has quite often, which really humanizes this guy and makes him very sympathetic. And all of his hair melts off, and all of the ladies... I'm assuming you're one of them. He gets bored and leaves because he has no hair. <laughs> and then he falls out of the sky. His cloud disappears. Rolls out of bed. Mm-hmm. In a nightmare. Wakes up alone on the floor. I know. He envies his With his three hairs. <laughs> and now he only has one. What's he going to do? <laughs> and then we have our, our usual recap of what happened in the last episode. It's very short. It's just like, eh, they're fighting. <laughs> and we uh, finally get to the fights between Yasha and the Thunder Brothers. It's primarily getting attacked by Hiten, using Tetsaiga to block the Thunder Spear, Lightning Spear. Thunder Spear. It says if the Thunder touches his body, he's done for, essentially. But meanwhile, Kagome is trapped on the cloud with Monten, and Shippo, who is also climbing up a mountain to try and help her. <laughs> Monten wants to help his brother, but Kagome says no fair and pushes him off his cloud. As he's like heating the. Right. He's getting his fire blast ready. <laughs> Shoves him off. And then he makes this big old blasted crater, and then he falls in. After a second of feeling sorry for him, we're like, yeah, good. Laugh at his expense, but unfortunately, the cloud disappears and she falls, momentarily distracting Inuyasha, and yet again, uh, reinforcing to everyone that he really loves her. <laughs> he ends up getting cut in the shoulder again. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's oh, wait, oh, he yells at her to hang on. Yeah, to He's, what? <laughs> he'll be right there to rescue her, just hang on. <laughs> Nothing to hang on to, and then she luckily falls on. Montana's body. <laughs> I kind of thought that Shippo 
would do something? Was going to, you know, his inflated pink thing that bit Inuyasha's head? Yes. <laughs> I yes. thought he would inflate into that and Kagome would bounce on him. right there with you. He should have done something. Maybe he was too far. He's too far away. He He's can't, a oh, kid. <laughs> he can't run fast. We do know that. But most of his powers are immediate and illusory. Because the next thing he does is create a giant top that spins on top of Monday's <laughs> head. Yeah, she gets up off of him and just is like, I thought you were dead! <laughs> Runs away. And uh, Shippo creates that giant top that bores into his skull and keeps him down. Because oh, she trips like a girl. That's right. Anyway. We can't even count this as a way to go a moment because she doesn't dodge anything or do anything. And, uh, Trips like Jennifer Aniston and Leprechaun. <laughs> Luckily, Shippo's there to save her with the giant top. Which they say is an illusion and isn't really there, but yet it holds him down. I guess because that's what he sees, so he's thinking that's what's happening. Yeah, but he the, did have a little red mark, though. I mean... You know what? I think it was a real top that he just made seem really big. Yeah. Sort of like... Well, he can change the stone that he has a physical copy of it, but he can inflate it to be really big and then put a ceiling sticker on it. So I think all this stuff is real. It just it has a real component to it, but maybe it's just not as powerful as it seems. Uh, as Mioga says, it eventually dissipates and uh, Monten is free once again. But unfortunately for him, that top took the last of his hair. Yes. And his fireball explodes outwards in all directions. This is not a boy you like, right? No, he's. I like him because I think he's funny looking. (laughs) And I like how he still has that arrow through his little snout. Oh, yes. (laughs) Should have mentioned that. He still has the arrow through his snout because it comes into play, which I think is a bit of. Very nice TV writing. <laughs> keep an arrow through his nose the entire time. <laughs> Don't forget. Because he does just kind of have the arrow of like, eh, whatever. It's not bothering me. Yeah, I'll it's just not through it something vital. It's just through the front of his nose. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like, a, oh no, he's been shot with an arrow. Break, break it off and take it out. And it's just kind of like, eh. So I think we get a quick shot of Inuyasha yelling, Kagome, real quick. But they've hidden from the blast, and Monten is looking for them. This scene lasts for a very long time, so we have to assume that while all this is going on, Inuyasha and Iten are fighting. Yeah. Don't hear them or see them. (laughs) He's like stalking them, and then she and Shippo come up with a plan that we see the result of, which is uh, Kagome lying on the ground. He comes up and grabs her by the hair. And at first I was like, ooh, oh wait, it's probably Shippo in disguise. They wouldn't really do that to Kagome. I think uh, Hiten grabs her by her shirt in the previous episode, but not by her hair. Does he? <laughs> I was like, well, did that happen in the manga? Because it oh, seems like a bit more violent. Uh, I could see them grabbing Kagome's hair. Or rips her shirt completely off. <laughs> it turns out to be Shippo in disguise who slowly transforms out of his Kagome. Uh, she uses the distraction. Oh, he uses his hair. 
to yes, wrap to up his arms. Hold his hands. While she pulls the arrow out of his snout <laughs> and moves to stab the shards out of his forehead. But of course, misses because she talks about what she's going to do too much. And Martin's like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting that happen. <laughs> she says, here I go. <laughs> he smacks her off to the side. And this is where Inuyashi gets burned by the lightning because he's like, no, there's no way. <laughs> this is probably where that, the advertising that you were yes. telling me about gets most of their... Yes, together. Ladies and gentlemen, I've still never seen this. I just know of its reputation, so maybe I should look this up when we get about 15 episodes and get the full effect of what (laughs) the hell Cartoon Network is doing at this time. Dave Burned, he is uh, chided once again for having too much sympathy towards humans. Oh, this is where he loses his sword, too, after he's burned, right? It flies out of his hand. Doesn't he throw it at... Well, that's later. Oh. Or he throws it. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Monten starts to choke Kagome and knocks Shippo to the side. And that's where Inuyasha gets hit by lightning and he loses the sword. It lands in the dirt mound and it changes back to that regular sword momentarily. That's where Hiten taunts him. He's like, hi, your reputation is way too good for you. Monten, how's it going over there? He's like, oh, I'm having a blast, brother. I'm choking this broad out. I'm going to make her bones into a stew and rub it on my head. This is where I was really, I'm going to argue Shippo's case because he bravely bites the neck of Monten. So he's no coward. And he's trying. And he stays there to avenge his father while Monte punches him in the head repeatedly. A lot of a child abuse in this. <laughs> well, he's there. also kind of responsible. Oh, well, not entirely. They're they're demons. Was, yeah, but had he, I mean, he stole the jewel shards, ran off on his own, Kagome got kidnapped because she was going after him, and yeah. had he, you know, maybe asked for help and... Yeah. I think Inuyasha screws up similarly, too, that they're too single-mindedly focused on one thing instead of the most powerful force in the universe, which is friendship. Friendship and family and love are more important than anything, and the sooner these bad boys learn that, the better. I'd love to, uh, how these two episodes are essentially what if two bad boys meet and fight in midair. Because <laughs> Hiten's kind of... He could pass for a bad boy, but he's a little too... Too bad killing women that he sees no use for. <laughs> and this is when Inuyasha gets up and says, you know, I'm no angel, but you guys are really, really awful. He grabs his sword. He has his sword back. Yeah, this is where he grabs his sword and throws it at Hiten uh, and misses, quote-unquote. But it goes through our beloved character, Montem, almost hitting Kagome in the process. (laughs) Stabs him right through the center. I didn't think he was dead. I didn't think they'd do that this early in the episode. But these are his last moments as Hiten runs to his brother. So they're both, like, they have a good quality about them that they genuinely love each other. Family's important. Nothing's more important than than family. family. Exactly. (laughs) So the Fast and the Furious movies teach us, (laughs) 
In the Fast and the Furious movies, they'd be good guys in the next one. They would work together with our crew. But yeah, he holds his brother in his arms. Wait, Kagome grabs Shippo's father from around oh, his waist. That's right. That's important. Grabs and that. Shippo. Shippo's <laughs> unconscious. Tries to get the sword. But can't. Yeah. Throughout all of this, uh, Montan is. This is the, the other insane thing I was talking about. <laughs> see a flashback. I had these questions. That's what's crazier. And I hope they go into this. Why does he look so weird? We learn Montan takes after his mom, and his brother got it, the dad's good looks, and he says, I don't know what dad ever saw in mom. And we don't either, and it's great. And it's like a family photo of all of them standing together. And his dad looks really cool. Yeah, his dad looks super cool. The mom looks exactly like Montan. With a bit more hair. Yeah, she has her own bit of hair. And... <laughs> It's just a sweet family photo. And he says, say a prayer for me, brother. I hope I become a caterpillar so that I'm covered in hair. Well, he said I used to want to be a caterpillar. But now I just want to be reincarnated as your younger brother. Oh, yeah, he says that too. I think he says both. Yeah, he's. I think he was like, you know, I used to wish that I'd come back as a caterpillar so I have hair everywhere. I thought it was I, either way, I hope that my biggest hope is that I'm still your Yeah, dad. I think it was like, I don't care what I come back as as long as I'm your little brother. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, cut back to our gang, who are talking about this whole thing. <laughs> and uh, still doesn't have the sword. While they were talking, uh, Hitan has bitten out the two shards that his brother has and absorbed them. So now he has the power of five shards. Yes. He shows it by shooting lightning everywhere. And that was kind of creepy when it, he just, his eyes got red and he's like, Arr! Yeah. Just biting into him. <laughs> Even Kagome was like, is he gonna eat him? <laughs> <laughs> yep, so it sends piss and he has five that jewels of power inside of his body. <laughs> because only Inuyasha doesn't have his, uh, his sword. All he has is the sheep. So the lightning attack comes at him, blocks it with that sheep. It's oh, because like, Miyoga tells him to. Yeah, he guesses at the last minute. <laughs> Use the sheep. What? Now, I made fun of that sheep in the previous episode because it doesn't seem to be large enough <laughs> to hold the sword. <laughs> so I guess the joke's on me, ladies and gentlemen. That sheep is useful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They leap into the air and he shoots a giant lightning ball at Inuyasha. He swipes through it to try and get to the core to strike Hiten, but Hiten is moved behind him. He stabs Inuyasha in the back. I guess his red fire uh, <laughs> cloak doesn't do any good. If only Kagome had her bow, she could take the arrow that she has and shoot Hiten. Oh, yeah, because she's hung on to that. Hiten's yeah. <laughs> dumb wheel. This is where the wheel comes in. I was so happy. So Shippo transforms into a weird-looking snail bow. <laughs> that was kind of funny. She was like, you yeah. a snail? A little, that bow. That little drop appears in the bow. <laughs> I think this is a, a Japanese pun that has gone over our heads or something. But she grabs the uh, bow, bow and arrow, and aims true, and hits it. Hits the stupid wheel. 
I feel like they needed something for Kagome and Shippo to contribute to this fight. Yeah, they have to work together to do something. Because their last two times didn't work out so well. Now this is the same. Maybe that's why he had wheels, because we needed a Kagome Shippo heroic helping Inuyasha right. moment. Yeah. Oh, because his sheath is cracking. It's oh, not yeah. going to withstand much more. Yeah. And then Inuyasha goes, ha ha! And he grabs the spear, throws the sheath aside, and then punches him down in the face. And that's that's so Inuyasha. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this will teach him. And Yoga's like, ah, giddy. <laughs> and this is where uh, powerful Hitten does the spear attack and grabs the sheath and holds it up. And that's when it cracks. Okay. And uh, Kagome makes a run for the sword. And that's when Hitten opens his mouth and shoots a fireball at her, which uh, consumes her. And she goes for the sword. She picks up uh, Father's corpse yes. and runs towards it. Yes. Which I threw away the first time I watched it and didn't understand what happens later. And Shippo's with her too, right? Yeah. yeah. No, Shippo went running for the sword. Okay. And Kagome went after, after Shippo, Shippo and grabbed his father. Yep. Wait! And then they're both consumed by the fireball. And this is when Inuyasha does his second uh, totally him moving headbutts him. <laughs> oh, doesn't he do Blades of Blood too? Well, that was earlier after he got uh, okay. hit in the shoulder and grabbed into his chest. Still has some of his, his old school moves. Yeah. We do have to keep track of that, you're right. <laughs> the sheep calls the sword to him, which is pretty awesome. He does that big downward slice that slices both through the uh, attack and through the, the attacker <laughs> himself. And he does that Resident Evil 1 thing where he gets sliced in half, but slowly is falling apart and can't believe that he's been defeated. I think it would have been better if he said something like brother. <laughs> it would have been sad. So, it's an empty victory for Inuyasha because he's all alone. He doesn't even care about the shards anymore. He won't pick up the five. Oh, Miyoga's still alive, by the way. Then he looks over and sees consumed with blue flame and assuming that they are spirits. That, well, Miyoga uh, tells him, oh, yeah. their spirits have come to bid a final farewell. <laughs> Kigo, uh, Kagome and Shippo. Oh, Kigo, that's their couple name. <laughs> Kagome and Shippo are standing there, and they have the super misleading line themselves. Of, but uh, then the blue foxfire disappears, and it turns out. He, oh, he reaches out. He's oh, like, wait, right. don't go. As it disappears, he ah, don't leave me. Oh, yeah, uh, he thinks their spirits are going to the great beyond. He grabs them, but it's just the uh, the father going to the great beyond. He did one last thing for his son and he saved saved them all. And Kagome is still alive, and so is Shippo. Sorry, their package <laughs> deal went in. Yeah, and Inuyasha is holding on to yeah. Kagome's wrist, and she's like, "Go where?" <laughs> yeah, he's very mad, and he has that funny face of him being annoyed. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to them walking up the road, our new family unit. They are like a family now. There's Mommy and Daddy, who fight all the time. There's their wise grandmother, their pervert grandfather, <laughs> and their annoying child. I'll walk off into the sunset. <laughs> I do like her basket. Is 
I mean, her bike's a little worse for wear. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have to repair it every time she goes back to the well, I'm sure. And I do like how her basket's kind of dented and a little off-kilter. It's not just a perfect basket. It's... Oh, yeah, because the lightning hit it. <laughs> it went everywhere. So I like I like that little detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and good continuity on that. Shippo's here to stay. Woo. Sure, I'll hate him later, ladies and gentlemen. You're talking to the guy who was fine with the previous episode, uh, who told you would be Prince. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a couple... A couple more meh episodes? before something interesting happens. Well, I did see that perhaps we're in modern day in the next episode, which is a fun idea. Yeah. They're she not... also has adventures over there. Well, see, I want them to utilize that weird shrine. Because uh, it could have all kinds of creepy stuff in it. And uh, any other thoughts you have on this nice two parter other than your favorite character? <laughs> we can never go back. <laughs> <laughs> can never go back to a ship of free universe. <laughs> They're going to remake this show in like 10 years. Yeah, sort of. He provides a punching bag for Amy Asha. <laughs> a little dark. <laughs> Get used to it. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> now we'll start a thing where I rate Shippo's performance. I'll be game. Do I ship Shippo? <laughs> so, for the record, I'll say for now that Shippo's performance in these two were good, solid sixty-seven. Oh, okay. I'll give him a 67. Kind of thought you would rate him a little higher. Well, I could have done without him. I mean, if you take him out, then we just have this fight with the Thunder Brothers. They were good bad guys. They were very good bad guys. Yeah. I agree with that. I like Kitten's design uh, a lot. Yeah. It's like a good cosplay thing. Yeah. Where you can tape some plastic down at the bottom of your shoes that go out to wheels. <laughs> spin on their own, and there's like paper flames coming out of them. You walk around with a giant spear, slip your hair back. I've just. Oh. <clears throat> so, hey, um, I've got 7% battery. <laughs> oh my god! Alright, we'll end our episode on that note. Thank you for listening, everybody. See you next time. Bye!